We make all kinds of connections from our neighbors to our co-workers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourselves? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with hosts Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. It's time to consider the possibilities. Good evening and welcome to Things Worth Considering. We're a weekly talk show and we like to bring you ideas that uh, hopefully you can ponder or maybe disagree with that certainly things worth considering. I'm your host, Gord Riddell, and I am here with my co-host, our very own doctor of naturopathic medicine, Alexia Georgiousis. Hi, Alexia. Hello, Gordon. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? This weather is fabulous. I love this weather. It Uh, is. Yes. Um, so that people know this is a phone-in if you would like to talk to our special guest. Uh, Toll-free in North America, it is 1-888-346-9141. And for international callers, it's 001-480-553-5760. There will not be a test at the end. Um, I will repeat <laughs> these numbers later on uh, into the show. Uh, let me introduce our uh, special guest is Master Teresa Yang, and uh, welcome. Hi. Nice, nice to have you here. Uh, now, Master Teresa um, is very special because she received the blessings and teachings of her late master, Grandmaster, I won't be able to pronounce his first name, I'm sorry, Wu, uh, which normally goes or is passed on to a worthy male student. Uh, however... Breaking that tradition, she is the sole successor of the late Qigong Grandmaster Wu's lineage. Um, Master Teresa is a single mother. She is a medical uh, Qigong intuitive healer and a teacher for over 24 years. Uh, She's also an accomplished speaker, three-time number one international best-selling and award-winning author. Uh, She teaches classes through Pureland International Qigong based in Toronto and also through uh, regular international workshops. Uh, Master Teresa embraces the famous saying of Lao Tzu, uh, he is the founder of Taoism, that says, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, but teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Good, good, good one. Uh, she is the founder of Pure Land International Qigong and Seventh Happiness School of Qigong, a certified private institution here in Canada. Welcome. We're honored to have you on our show. Um, so it must have been a very big surprise when you were this, you know, named as the sole successor of Grandmaster Wu's lineage. <laughs> so that we are all big... lucky, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that like, though, to, like, you were, you would have, you didn't think that it would come to you being a woman. Yeah, I have no, I have no wish at all. Don't want really? to do it. Yeah. It must be a tremendous responsibility to inherit that. Yeah, I was thinking about it for, um, for a day, um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you accept but, but, uh, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm very spiritual, so I, uh, I channel. I get, no, I don't channel. People channel for me. So I talk with my teacher and all of that. And then before I said, okay, um, okay, then, okay, then, <laughs> okay. Okay. There's some work to do. Eh? <laughs> okay. And that was 24 years later? Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. I guess you've grown into it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I thought that must be a tremendous responsibility to, um, you know, when you're not even expecting it. Uh, and oh, then suddenly, boom, yeah. you know. It's one thing if you're groomed yeah. and you can see it coming. But, yeah, were there some some uh, men whose noses were a little out of hey, joint? <laughs> you got it. Yeah, was there? Oh, was, yes, yeah? you got it. Oh, really? Really? When, oh, they so, were upset. <laughs> so, Master, Master Teresa, tell us, tell us a little bit about how you got into Qigong yourself and then how this developed for you to uh, become the successor. Yeah, everything uh, in life, they show up uh, at the right time. So, when I was um, uh, 20 years old, uh, one night I uh, walk up to the washroom and then I, I threw up and they were red. Oh. Yeah. So after you did a few times for the night, so you went back to sleep because it wasn't hurting. You just know that they are blood, that's it. And then I uh, didn't want to wake up my family uh, because we have nine brothers and sisters. Wow. Like everyone up and, and that. So I just wait until in the morning so you, you went to the hospital, you don't come out, right? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, and I, I had uh, tuberculosis at the time. Okay, uh, you were diagnosed with TB. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uh, contagious, and I was quarantined. Right. Just like a right. bit like uh, what's going on, right? Like what's yes. going on now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, so sometimes I felt like maybe even what, a big diseases I have chosen. I actually have chosen the right one. <laughs> Perfect. So now I can tell people I was quarantined, know how I feel. You cannot see people. You're not well, but people cannot see you. But that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Really? Well. And then what, what happened? How did you discover Qigong? Uh, so what happened is... Um, it started the journey that I got so much health problems because of that, right? And then later on, I have children too. Basically, any health problem you can think of, I basically have it, uh, except I don't have cancer. Anything, except pain, digestion, uh, constipation, diarrhea, headache, migraine, uh, you know, arm pain, leg pain, cannot walk, cannot sleep, uh, anything you could think of. I also have allergies, lots of allergies. Um, but so what, right? So life goes on and you have children, you take care of the kids, right? So I continue to a time, um, I actually would have a cold uh, every month. Hmm. If not, and then come with a fever too. Okay. And then, um, so the children will get sick, I, we got sick and we pass it on back and forth. The children were just um, a few years old, four three, four, five years old. And then one was maybe nine years old, sort of like a nine, 10. So, so the, the journey is, uh, I wouldn't mind people tell me how I could get better. So, so um, a family friend, um, a father, uh, you know, just came to Canada to stay. And um, so might have nothing to do, might have a lot of time, right? So they say, wanted me to uh, take care of the father, get him something to do. And the son said, he, he, he knows how to teach Chiga. <laughs> okay. 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 
So I met him, I met him uh, and then the next week uh, I started a class with him uh, in my house and, um, and I never know uh, what I know now. But at that time, it just came, just came down from the sky. Right. So you, you had been hired to take care of him. Yeah. And, and then you had him teaching the next week. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have to pay the profile students. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so we wow. just like family, uh, friends, uh, kind of thing, like an uncle or like an elderly person, kind and sweet, and uh, and have something to teach you. And uh, so it took me many years to figure out uh, things more about him because uh, you know Chinese, we um, uh, we we don't want to uh, bread on who you are. You just humble, keep it inside. So it took many years to take information out to realize, wow, he was a person like this. His credential was this long, really? <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, wow. he, yeah, he got the highest Qigong title uh, in China. He was uh, a national treasure of China when he left, uh, mm. haunted by uh, Beijing, right? Wow. The, the top level of the country, really. So uh, he could even select Qigong master for, for China. And they gave him another uh, title uh, to hire him, no fee, right? Just like gave him an honorary assignment. Hey, you can find other master for, for the bank, which is um, the talents of the country. Uh, we call them national treasure. So he's classified as a national treasure. Hmm. Interesting. So well, you just, you started to get better, obviously, when you were, when you were, you know, practicing qigong. You started to improve in terms of your health. Well, I wasn't expecting uh, very much uh, at the time. I just said, um, maybe if the back doesn't hurt, would be nice. Um, <laughs> I my ass is really small, really very small. <laughs> I, I have three kids, right? I'm carrying the baby and have C-section and all those stuff. Uh, my spine actually crooked and I have to see a chiropractor three times a week. Three times a week. For 10 years, they can fix me. Well, they did fix a lot, right? But I still have to go like uh, once, two weeks or something. I never can really not go or something. So after t- was 10 years, right? I also took herbal medicine for 10 years, uh, Chinese herbal medicine, uh, for yep. 10 years before I started Qigong too. So the journey was very interesting. And then what happened is once I do Qigong, um, the interesting thing is um, about a year, I, I was at, in someone's home with lots of cats, right? And uh, I said, oh my God. I need to run really because I have very strong allergic reaction to the hair. Five minutes, I die. It's like I can't even breathe. My eyes will be itchy. My throat swells up and that. So mm. I just, it looks so terrible to walk out of people's home, right? So I, okay, I'll sit down for a while, see what happened, right? My God, I could sit, I could sit for the whole hour. I was totally shocked. Mm. Amazing. Wow. And it just got everything cleared up. So I, I did have some reaction, but I could sit there one hour. Oh my God, I couldn't. The cat walks, walk by, I feel itchy. I actually feel it. I, I'm just really sensitive to them. Yeah. I run yeah, to I the understand. Truck store, the cat trucks. 
once I meet the tent, I run to the drugstore. Well, well. So describe then to say you you did uh, uh, qigong. What does that mean? If someone does qigong, like oh, we've heard of it. People have heard of it, but what can you describe what yeah. that would entail? Okay. What does that mean? Thank you. The qi um, is um, could be spelled C H I. And mm-hmm. it's also spelled Q-I or maybe K-I. Uh, yep. Although they may not always mean energy, right? Because a translation um, is just a, translating a sound, right? So it depends how the words come together. So it is energy practice. Mm-hmm. So okay. you are doing something like a meditation, usually with some movements. You think about how the energy should be flowing in the body. Uh, and um, that's it, really. And you get better. And you get better. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Uh, yeah, so is. what's Just the difference like then between uh, 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 Qigong and Tai Chi? Someone asked uh, this question yesterday. Um, so... So, so qi, the energy is the base of Chinese medicine, uh, kung fu, you know. Yep, it's all about energy. Uh, yep. Herbal yeah. medicine, the air is qi, and uh, everything is qi, you know. Okay. So, so qi is the base of anything. So, tai chi is a kung fu, right? Kung fu. Uh-huh, yes. Well, so, this is, uh, this is what I was showing people uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so the word uh, uh, Tai Chi, the Tai Chi is uh, written like this in Chinese. Okay. All right. Uh, I have Chinese letters in front of me. So, okay. Yeah, for the listeners, we're seeing uh, yeah, just some Chinese right. letters. Yeah. Right. So the first uh, word means uh, big, right? Expand, okay. right? And then the second word means uh, ending. Mm. Which ending? So it means Tai Chi, right? The second word means ending. Oh, that's strange, huh? Because the word uh, Qigong is actually totally not written the same way. Yeah. So this is the word oh, Qigong. Yeah. So mm. the word Qigong, the word Qi in the middle has the word, this word here. Yep. This word here means rice. So rice is the food of China. So Qi is the rice of life. So that's why somehow they've written Right, like right, that. right. Yeah, another okay, yeah, it's and quite outside different. here is a is a is the symbol of air, right? So air is the food. That's what it is. But then the Tai Chi, the word totally is not written the same way. Right. Well, it and actually um, when the two words come together, it means in, uh, infinity. So mm. when you keep on uh, going to bigger and bigger, the ending becomes no ending, but it doesn't uh. mean Qigong. Okay. It has chi, of course, right? But it's yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. I did it uh, for a while, tai chi. Um, and I, I mean, I know that it would. I didn't understand. My teacher just spoke very little English, uh, but he said that it was for uh, uh, a very slowed down version of a martial art. That if you sped it up, that you know you were into like a kung fu, like you said. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. It was interesting. It was yeah. interesting. So, so, so uh, like Qigong then? Yeah, I'd like to add one thing is uh, Qigong will not cause injuries. 
the Tai Chi will. Mm. Yoga will. Lots of people uh, practice yoga come to me to be fixed, especially the yoga instructors. Because they are taking many classes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And Master Teresa, do you think that that is because of perhaps a lack of awareness around moving the breath with the body at the same time, like that that sense of togetherness? Well, I would say this way. Sometimes things good people don't do, right? (laughs) It's true. Yeah. 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 So if it's not bad enough, people will not seek things that requires their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When we usually have a tendency to wait too long. Yeah. We don't so, identify it. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm curious about when you said with Qigong that the qi is uh, in everything. It's in the water. It's in the air. Is that sort of like the spirit or the essence of, of energy? Um, it's a vibration, uh, it's a density, a texture. So I actually can see energy, right? It was developed after doing Qigong. Uh, I can, I sense energy remotely. I can, I can find anyone I know and, and then check them and see how they are today. So, so Qi has a vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's a feeling of a vibration or you, you feel it a certain way and all of that. Yeah, so every object uh, ha- can have chi- energy too. But it doesn't mean the word chi means they're good. It's just not good, right? Bad chi. So anything, uh, this has chi too, but then the signal, it's just an energy signal. Oh, this one's not right. So it's not, not good chi, this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like some really static chi. <laughs> yeah. I, I see that we're getting a signal here, though, that's yeah. not static. And that is is that uh, we need to take a break here. Um, We'll be back in two minutes on the other side of these commercials. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiusis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back. Uh, we're here with Master Teresa of the Qigong Pure Land here in Toronto. Uh, you can phone in. Uh, we have a toll-free number for anywhere in North America. That's 1-888-346-9141. Uh, international callers is 001-480-553-5760. And we invite you to give us a call and join the conversation uh, with Master Teresa. So, Master Teresa, are there practitioners then of Qigong that like, you know, or do you have to be a master or are there practitioners that work with people and help people? Oh, I uh, train a lot of people, do healing work and be an instructor. And they also train trainers so they can teach for me too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so there's like the master yeah, and then there's... Yeah. yeah. So yeah. usually uh, each, um, we call them family uh, of a style, you know, they usually have one master and other, other people will have other names or whatever, but um, who cares now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're just curious. That's about it. Our show's about I think curiosity. On, on internet, <laughs> uh, follow God. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Master Teresa, speaking to, to this, um, do, do you follow the uh, Grandmaster as the successor? Do you follow Grandmaster Wu's uh, sort of s- s- protocol or the way of teaching? Is that something that you have modified at all or not yeah, so much? There are things I will uh, really follow how he has put the, how he put the forms together. And there are other forms I created too. Um, like for instance, he um, he has a famous form. Uh, wow, millions of people learned already. It's the health and fitness qigong. I gave the name. It's very easy to do. And then I will will think that is our signature form. But I would say mm, something is missing, right? And I, I put a chair qigong to um, so complement it, and now it's perfect. So they are just two little things that complement each other. And then he would do uh, Qigong for uh, like anti-cancer. We like to say, um, hey, do Qigong. Don't, don't do it until before you're sick, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, it's a very, very nice forms. But I would want to do a form called woman, a woman Qigong. <laughs> just for, just woman. Love, I'm woman, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's coming. Yeah. That's oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And I read a couple of, um, you know, I know in, in terms of, as a, as a naturopath, that in terms of looking at, at what things people can do for themselves preventatively. And I know medical Qigong has had a tremendous amount of attention in the last, I would say, about 15 years. But everything from blood pressure to people living with HIV to, um, you know, migraines, all of it. And so it's, it's very, very interesting. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what you've seen in terms of medical Qigong? Or is it different at all? Um, it, is, it, is, it is very different. Because uh, some teachers are not healers themselves, right? Uh-huh. So if you don't do healing work, how do you do? You know how to use the chi to heal people, and then when the forms, how when they are done, how do you move the chi, or is there chi to move, right? 
Uh-huh. Very mm. interesting. That's a very interesting point. Yes. Yeah. So most, uh, most people uh, in the world would be uh, uh, putting acupuncture needles uh, to people's body, even though they could be uh, instructor of Qigong or master of Qigong or herbal doctor too, because they, they are good, right? Nothing wrong with it. But for me, I will be no acupuncture, no herbs, because I'm, I, I'm not going to study those things. I know a, a little bit, I'm not going to do that. Then yeah. I may be teaching the student how to do it themselves. Maybe you do it this point, you, you press yourself. Mm. Okay. okay. And how, I, how long, like I do a little bit of Qigong, I learned just the eight pieces of silk. You know, the uh-huh. eight brocades, yeah. and and it's just something that I learned from from someone who studied qigong for many many yeah. years, um, who's a, who's a teacher. But but what I'm curious about is how long typically is a qigong practice? Like for me, it's maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and I'm sure that varies. But what do you do, for example? Um, we would say um, depending on the student, right? So what result does the student want? So if the student want, uh, okay, I have a cyst, I want to shrink it, right? So then how are you going to do it would be different. Or I just want to have uh, a little bit more energy. So any few minutes helps, right? Uh, Oh, my shoulder is really stiff. Then you can do this movement uh, versus this movement, right? So Qigong can be designed very uh, exciting for people with diabetes, for people with kidney problems. But people have a night urination issue. They have an eye problem. We have an eye qigong. Uh, millions of people have uh, gone through it. Uh, so there are many things we can do things a bit different. And I also use the qi, uh, the qigong, for balancing feelings. That is a more uh, new age. I want to teach people how to love themselves, how they move the energy and release the anger. Uh, you mm. know, that kind of thing. Oh, they're yeah. so frustrated. They are not sick yet, but then they are overwhelmed with all oh, horrible feelings and what you do with it. Just That's really it true. Out. Just take yep. it out. You just, just kick it out. <laughs> right away, take it out. So people come to my class, they, uh, they don't leave the class without improvement. Everyone improves. I don't really? let them leave. Right. How many, how many uh, comes to a class? Is it like a big gathering? Um, like hundreds? Um, it, it could be around 20 people or it could be okay. 10 people. Um, yeah. You know, they come in and out. These days I am uh, offering by donation to support uh-huh. COVID-19, right? Just let them do what they want to do. It doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, yeah, but we also yeah. have introduction class early in the morning coming 7.30 a.m., so that we can cover uh, Australia first, right? They will, that would yeah. be a good time for that. Uh, okay. Yeah, because it's evening there. Yeah. Right, okay. The Asian okay. area would be nice for that. Or some people in Europe, they can manage, uh, you know, at noontime, Scotland and that kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, wow. I just did the Portuguese uh, class uh, last night, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like six hours ahead of us, so, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> That's well, a hard it, it time. I think there's some responsibility uh, right now with this kind of situation, um, just to help people to uh, to get over some uh, difficult feelings. Uh, you yep. know, if they meditate with God, they feel better right away. So they just have to, um, you know, it's true. Go back to themselves. Absolutely. Um, quiet down a little bit. Um, 
you know. And your work is very much around, you know, you, you've said how uh, dealing with feelings and emotions and moving them out of the body and also around uh, consciousness and awareness. So can you speak about this a little bit more? Most people come to the class, 90%, uh, they are women. Mm. Women like to cry. Women like to nurture other people. Uh, the woman may not express the feelings and all of that, right? So the woman needs things a little bit different. So I will teach my class uh, different uh, t- according to the needs of the people in the class, right? Because for me, um, everything can work in a class. But I think the most important uh, things right now is people want to change and feel better, but they're not able to hold the change. They go back to before. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they actually are shown how to do things better, like I would say the way I would do it, they will be able to hold the result because it's the chi that is holding things together mm-hmm. because they were just doing things with, without the energy to hold it. So they just very quickly just go back to square one again. But yeah. if you understand how energy flow, what it means to could be slow down the breath, slow down the breath. I'm, I'm, I hate doing that. No. But if you show them, it actually feels fantastic. Then they will become um, naturally part of them. So the Qigong also can use it to change a belief system, subconscious mind change. Uh, you can actually take core uh, pain out. Uh, it actually erase difficult feelings. Uh, right away it will be erased because the, the healing energy uh, I hold, they are very very much like a medicine. So, so once it's been uh, provided in a class or in personal uh, situations, so they will just replace the difficult energy right away. It's so amazing and easy too. And you can do it too. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can do it. It's the going back. <laughs> it's the going back. What, you, what you're saying is so, so true of uh, people that I've worked with and so on is, you know, changing the habitualness of the mind is very, very hard. You know, we keep yeah. wanting to go back to what we know, to what we learned. You know, that's where we're safe, but it doesn't mean we're healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so, God, you might find something very interesting. So if, uh, if we do a little chi with you and blast a little bit energy out and that kind of thing, so uh, within five minutes, you, you are going into a deep meditation and it will take longer otherwise, because the chi is, is putting the role for you. And then very quickly, you empty your thought and then you just go there. And then, wow, I'm so happy. You don't right. want to come back. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it, that's how it works. Yeah. Because you, when you quiet down yourself, you have a lot of thoughts coming in and you... you you know, how to center yourself and all the stuff. But then when you're moving the energy, the energy take over you because it was a very high uh, vibration. Yep. So, so peaceful. Once you meet the chi, you, you just continue to follow it, right? Mm. That's nice. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah the following, following your breath as it, as it moves. Besides the breath, there's a vibration uh, coming out uh, when people do things with me. 
So they will feel the whole body changing temperature, the sensation of the hand, the body changing. The energy could be electromagnetic. Uh, you feel tingling, uh, electrifying. Uh, wow. Hmm. Which you will probably feel now and then too, but all of a sudden you just find it's easier to feel. Sure. Yes. Sure. That's it. You you probably have it all the time, but it's just too busy to. Um, we're just too busy with other things. Yeah. We, don't, we don't notice. We don't. We don't pause. Yeah. And what's yeah. interesting to me also is what you said earlier around, you know, the awareness of chi and how to use the energy, how to tap into this. When the conventional system often they'll take acupuncture, for example, and just learn. Oh, shoulder problem. You put the needles here and here and here, instead of looking at this is the energy that is that is blocked and needs to move. Mm-hmm. So so that aspect of having that awareness of energy, I think is really very, very powerful and uh, for healing. Yeah, I, I was teaching in uh, Empress College, uh, the number one school in, in California, the second uh, biggest TCM school in all America. So I go there to teach them how to send energy to the needles. Ah, oh, really? interesting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, wow. uh, the school actually applied for for the California board so that I can teach there. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it's, it's okay. nice. So that's actually it's part of their nice. curriculum. <laughs> that's, that's actually part of their curriculum. Um, I, like that. I teach people how to heal people um, because it, that seems to be the calling, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of people come to me, they are already Reiki masters, you know. It's very common. The whole room is all Reiki masters. Sometimes they're all engineers too. It's so funny. So all kinds <laughs> of people come, uh, could have a lot of psychologists too sometimes because they know uh, what it means to them. So whoever, whoever comes, we just welcome them. Um, I just show them what I know. Um, what, what they, and people teach me what they know too. There are many things you know I don't know. But at least I know this, so. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. It, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so it becomes a sort of integration of my en- my energies and your energies and knowledge. And, yeah. Yeah, and then we yeah. just create something. I can also uh, look at a person and then start reading their body and what's going on and just look at you. I can talk about, uh, you know, things that you know I know, eh? so. What do you know? know What do you know about me? Yeah, you have it, no problem. I'm saying that you always have a signal to show me something too. It's very interesting um, too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I I have to cover my eyes. I don't want to look anymore. I bet it becomes uh, quite, well, the responsibility, but also that sense of, wanting to have a rest does that how is that how it feels no the the thing is you don't when you see something you don't know whether you should say it or not because that person you might not see them anymore if don't tell them they don't have that chance right yeah so that's the thing sometimes really really should i think i think there's also i think it's also like a boundary issue unless somebody says you know please read me that you don't have to ask to... them for uh, permission. You can always do whatever you want, but you don't tell uh, people things unless they want to hear. Yes, right, right, yeah, that, right. Uh, you know, these things you understand, right? People come to you, they're all secrets. You don't tell their things to anyone. You know? 
Right. Oh, good. I hope not. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. But well, and and uh, testimonials, uh, videos too. People don't. So, Master Teresa, you were you had your training in Canada, and did or did you have it also in China as well? Uh, I learned it all here. Okay. Yeah. So my teacher okay. and I um, uh, actually used Qigong to uh, we say make a living because I'm a single mother. Um, so I have to focus doing something. So he uh, he liked to, to bring Qigong out more. So he's wanted to do it more. Then he's already in his retirement. Then I would say, okay, uh, let's uh, let's make a company and see if we can do it. So you don't need much money. You just need a little bit of money. We're very simple people. So earn a few dollars, and then the two children did uh, raise up, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you know there's not a, there's not a lot of money you know doing doing our kind yeah. of healing. Exactly. You know, or, you know whether it's Qigong or whether it's you know Western yeah. like I do. Yeah, yeah uh, most people do the, this kind of thing will be part time. It's very it's rare. A, I'm full time. Very rare. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's a calling. You just know you have to do it. You know. No, because I know uh, if I do it part time, I will not make it success. It's so no. difficult to do. If you it's exhausting to earn money, do something else. This is very tricky thing. Yeah, be a mother or something. Yeah, I'm um, kidding. Yeah, mother, uh, I love being a mother. I just love mm. it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We have to take a break here, and we will be back with Master Teresa in two minutes. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiusis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. And we're back to Things Worth Considering. Um, we're here with Master Teresa. This is your last chance if you want to talk to Master Teresa. 
We're at 1-888-346-9141. For this session, I'm sure she'll come back again and visit us. Uh, internationally, 001-480-553-5760. And please, Master Teresa, would love to talk to you. Uh, so where were we talking about? We're talking about everything. Uh, we want to feel good. <laughs> yeah, we want to feel good. It's true. You know, people, people are not you know they're not coping as well as they think they are uh but what what's happening is is people getting really angry uh you know very short fuse like boom you know sort of thing and and it's because they're not they think they're doing okay but we're not doing okay because so much of what our life is like has been changed and we don't humans don't do well with that yes so it's true so Tell me, uh, tell me, uh, what, what would you, how would you help someone to feel differently, to feel better? We, we can do a few breath work together so people can learn. And, and please don't do it if you're driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> or flying an airplane. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, just a sure. few simple things. So that where sure. there are moments that people uh, really feel uh, caught up so they can... Um, just slow down their breath, which is challenging. So we can do something about thinking to relax each part of the body like this. Relax your head, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your neck, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your shoulders, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your chest, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your abdomen, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your whole back, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your arms, breathe in, breathe out. Relax your legs, breathe in, breathe out. Relax from the head all the way down to your feet and toes. Breathe in, relax, breathe out. So without any movements, uh, you can think about following the breath and step by step, relax, breathe out. Breathe out those terrible feelings. Breathe out your aches and pain. And you can also repeat uh, again and again, depending on your time, right? Mm-hmm. I do have a, a YouTube uh, about how to do, do relaxation. It's free. 
Yeah, this is just pure land Qigong as a YouTube channel. Okay. That was lovely. That was really yeah, nice. It was, yeah, it was very relaxing. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was. <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking, aren't I? Uh, no, it's, it's like, uh, uh, it was nice uh, at the you're end of the day. Uh, helping out. Uh, it's nice to change the table, right? Just, yes. Uh, not leading uh, for a change. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. I nice. let my student lead me so I don't have to do anything. Right, right. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I could. Um, I think that constant reinforcement of the breath in and out really does make a difference, uh, as opposed to just starting a meditation and just breathing, but actually reinforcing the breathing in and breathing out all the way through it. Uh, I think it's quite powerful. Yeah. Yeah, there's many things happening uh, at the time. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I also so, really like that you directed the breathing out of the you know, the feelings that are, that you don't like or that you that are not feeling good, the idea of moving them out of the system. And in, yeah. in Qigong, is, is it, does it, did you direct it anywhere? Do you direct to the earth? Do you rec- direct uh-huh. to the sky? It depends on the circumstances and then what's happening at the time. When you're following the form or maybe you are just thinking yourself, um, it just varies, right? Okay. But when you don't know, it just breathe, just doesn't matter. You just want it out, right? just out. That's it. <laughs> Let everybody else worry about where it goes. Yeah, okay, it's gonna come out. Just get out. Get yes. out. Right? Yeah. Well, and and it's interesting that you know this is part of. Um, I think what's so important around learning, and especially this is a very, you know, very old system of well-being. Qigong is is very old, correct? That, that did is that how it originated was for wellness yeah. in with people in China? Yes, it has been around for a long time, five thousand years. But the people uh, in China, they may be teaching Qigong. I would say the uh, the old way, but I'll be teaching Qigong a new way, so it will be able to. Uh, think about uh, belief system, how to use it psychologically, and how can use it mentally. And if I think about feelings, I'm not crazy. Uh, in China, we don't lo- like to talk about feelings. If you talk about feelings, you think that you're crazy. Hmm. Right. You have right. a mental <laughs> problem, go to here. People might go to psychotherapy, etc. You don't have that in, in China. Yeah, in, in Asia. In Asia, okay, okay, right. It's not part of the culture. Area that we uh, we feel uh, shameful to have to talk about feelings is not. I think that's here too. At all, yeah. I think there's a lot of stigma around that here as well. You know, like uh, it's not okay to. It's okay if you broke your arm, but it's not okay if you broke your heart or your emotions. You know. Yeah, it's like like that's a secret. So yeah, I, I see people as a human being, right? It's not that they are man or woman. They are just a person. Uh, whatever they need, then you just support, right? Yeah. And exactly, change, yes. Change yeah. the system so it allows the flexibility uh, so that people can be more uh, free. And how it can be um, used to uh, support various energy work by putting Qigong in a way so everyone will grow with what they are practicing too. It's not that Qigong, yes, 
everything is energy, different modalities. They're all energy. It's not you good, you better than me, I'm better than you. No. I try to no. uh, make everything come together. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. And yeah. is, is the government of China opposed to Qigong? No, they they know they they actually uh, deliberately organize um, different health um, organization and uh, support the teacher teacher and then have different groups in different countries to teach uh, some system they have. They want people to know they are okay, really. But then they actually don't like a certain group uh, because uh, there was the old stuff before. That's that's about it, really. Okay. Oh, is that the Falun? Uh, uh, yeah, because, yeah, that's the okay. history thing. So anything with uh, politics and uh, control uh, is a big issue, you know. Uh, when people want to practice Qigong, we, we really want to be peaceful. So how can you be peaceful if you can't keep thinking about anger and hatred, right? So yeah. for us, <laughs> yes. uh, oh, my students would say, anything disturbs feelings, no thanks, right? Right, right. So it was just this one group that really got a lot of the Chinese government's attention. That was that a they are so long already. It's too long already. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's because they, at the time they were, uh, there's a lot of people gathering in a certain part of the China. And like thousands of people, they're not leaving for days and weeks. And then it is, um, it's just tragical. Why, why people cannot just relax? There's a lot of confusion. At that time, we don't have cell phone, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> we can just communicate yeah. and tell people to leave. They just don't know if what's going on. So there's a lot of confusion. So that's why... The, um, that's why... Um, uh, anyways, so I don't like politics. No, no. no. Well, yeah. I can hear that. <laughs> You're sort of... Yeah. Well, and those... And it's 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 great that ultimately this is something I think that's so important around another practice that while people are mostly working from home, that they can do Qigong practices very easily and feel much more energy because many are sitting in front of the computer all day and they need to have something that will be invigorating. And, and I find that that's not, especially with the colder temperatures and gyms closed, people want to get outside but also i think qigong is very powerful to help a lot of people right now um yes because the um uh, fear is a vibration anger is a vibration the chi the healing energy is a is a is energy of creation so when you're around the energy of creation so you don't feel your anger and sadness as much you just just have to be different there's no way it's no way you can stay. No way. Right. But the important thing is people might maybe not understand why things are always not agreeable in the life. So then it will go on to, I would say, what are you sending out, right? So when we change how the energy inside is truly, you know, different, then what you attract in your life will be different too. So can you yeah. cheat on to have more money? Can you cheat on to create a job too? You can do it. You they all energy really. Yes, well, of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Exactly. You. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be number one. 
<laughs> well, they, you know, they they wrote this yeah. book a while ago called The Secret, and it's you know it, it's missing a few parts. And the biggest one is is that we have to understand how energy works. You know how we give it, how we receive it, how it's around us. You know, like I don't think people really understand how much energy influences us at every level. Yeah, so step by step, right? So we we have uh, introduction yep. class. We have uh, uh, more and more uh, things we put into the YouTube channel so people experience what it's like, you know. And if they feel better, so it's just like uh, one step to the next, right? Go to a meditation class tomorrow. That will be a good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What time is your meditation yeah. class? What time is your meditation class? Huh? What time tomorrow? Um, I have, uh, I'm, I'm usually doing 7 o'clock, Thursday or Friday. But December, there are, day, there are different days, you know, anyway. In the morning, seven in the morning or seven at night? Um, at night, seven o'clock, uh, but I'm doing a Wednesday morning, uh, 7.30 uh, soon. Just just want to start oh. to take care of some people in another country uh, because they, Australia, you don't tell them to, to at night, seven o'clock, they are... <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing, you're doing your class tomorrow night at seven and yeah. I'm doing my... My every Friday night thing at seven. So yeah. I have Thursday too. We'll, we're gonna no no tomorrow I night. Have Thursday too. We're gonna hook up. We're gonna hook up. Yeah, we always have a, a space and create a class for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you and I we're gonna hook up uh, yeah. when you're doing your class and I'm doing my my group for healing. We'll we'll hook uh, it up. Beautiful. Somehow, yeah. yeah. So people can get in touch with you through Pure Land. Yes, Q, uh, K yeah. or Q I uh, Gong Chikong uh, at Pureland in Toronto here. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. People might remember that more than numbers. That's right. all I'm thinking of. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not difficult to find me. Uh, Master Teresa is very easy. Just put. You know, Master Teresa, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 And on Eventbrite, so they can find. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll find you. I don't Definitely. have a lot of class. Most of my time, I'm doing one-on-one sessions. Ah, okay. I just do a couple class, uh, not much really. Right. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on our show. Yeah. And talking thank you. More. We're out of time already, believe it or not. The time just flies. Thank really you, Master does. Teresa. So, yeah, well, we thank, thank you so much. Thank uh, you for bringing me here, and I have fun with God and Alexia. Yeah. Wonderful, awesome. wonderful. We'll hope to see you again. All right. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening in. And uh, next week, we will be back here next uh, the 12th. Uh, And you have a great week and be well. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to Things Worth Considering. Please join your hosts, Alexia Georgiousis and Gord Riddell, for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are.